Marty? Marty? I, uh, I, I went off my rocker. Well, you, you can understand that, can't you? I, I just went off my rocker. I didn't mean any of those things I said to you. Well, we were, we were all of us so scared, so confused. Well, it's no wonder, is it? I mean, you can understand why we all blew our tops a little. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Marty. What's that stand for, Mike? Mike and Russ time. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what, Mike? This is episode 25. That's like a silver anniversary or something. Yeah, I don't know. Is that silver? What if it's 25, wood? yes. Wood, wood is, is, I think, I think wood is like number five or something. Oh. Uh, well, we're far past wood. Yes. <laughs> Who needs yes, wood are. when we have silver? That's right. Silver is um, much better. And um, it's been a long time since we did the podcast. How long has it been, Russ? Uh, over a year. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm trying to remember when we did. I want to say April last year. We did. Uh, we, we did it with uh, 12 Monkeys. With our friends Adam LeBarkin, the writer, um, and Pat David. Oh, that was a long uh, time ago. Yeah, that was. And we can say we took like off for the pandemic. Yesterday. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> though we record this remotely all the time, anyway. Yeah, it's a it's a good um, it's a good reason. So people yeah. don't just think, oh, they just didn't do it. It's oh, we took time off for the pandemic. <laughs> April 17th, 2020. Mm. I blame the pandemic. I know that I know that yeah. you blame me, but I blame the pandemic. So I'm, uh, okay. passing, the buck. I'll... I'm passing the buck to COVID-19. That's funny because I, I remember doing the podcast, but I don't remember the pandemic at the time, even though it was in full swing by then. Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't seem like it was, you know, because we had already been in lockdown here in LA for like what a month by then I think yeah, so yeah pretty close um strange yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't when I think about that recording it doesn't seem like it was pandemic time yeah and you know what we've done already what we've gone off on a tangent <laughs> right at the very beginning <laughs> back to the tangents <laughs> one year later tangent number one for those keeping count at home. Uh, so tonight we're going to be discussing, or it could be daytime, whenever anybody's listening, the the five listeners we have. It could be, they could be listening in the morning. We don't know. That's true. Could when be. they drive to work, the morning poo, <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> all, the, all at the same time. I don't think you want to do that. Any of that would dry while driving. But. No, no, that'd be a bad thing. Pooing um, while driving is terrible. <laughs> But we've all been there. Especially if you're eating breakfast. That's just asking for trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking coffee and having bananas. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be discussing the film Looper. That is, um, when did that come out? 20... It came out in 2012. I was going to say 2010. I was close. 2012. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of those, uh, like, I just throughout 2012 as if I was fully knowledgeable on 
all of this, but I have the Wikipedia page up in case I needed information. <laughs> you didn't have to disclose that. Nobody needs to know that. I didn't, I but I, I like being honest. I can edit this out. Nobody will ever know. That's, that's, that is very true. You could. Then then uh, our friend Adam will be like, wow, they did the research this time. Yes. Yes. That's my Adam impression. That wasn't, a, that wasn't great, but I understood who you were going for. Yeah, because he, he doesn't like the fact that we don't we don't have any research. We don't do research. We don't have any notes. We're just winging it. So, yeah, he can get his own podcast. We we don't like his rating system either. So, oh, we'll be discussing so, that later because since yeah. this is a time travel movie, we have to discuss everything time travel about it. So this movie stars stars Joseph Gordon Levitt uh, and Bruce Willis. And Emily Blunt. Those are probably the main stars, I guess you'd say. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Jeff Daniels yeah. is the villain. One of the villains. Yeah. Um, Paul Dano. He has a very small role, but he's good. He's good as always. I like that guy. I think the first time I saw him was in um, There Will Be Blood. Oh, yeah. he's um... He's the twin brothers in that movie. Yes, yes. Uh, but I might have seen him. No, you know what I? You know where I saw him for? No, I, it was there. Were, no, wait. He was in the uh, the girl next door. He was, he was also oh, in Little yeah, Miss Little Miss uh, Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine is, is, I think, where I saw him first. He was the brother. He was uh, um, the little girl's brother. Yeah. Um, he's been a lot of stuff, but yeah, I always think of there will be blood for some reason. Um. When I think of him, because he had a, he had a couple of great roles in that. But anyway, um, well, I say a couple because he played twins. But was he really twins? <laughs> See, we're on a lot. That's a that's a different See, movie. This that's is completely this is tangent number two. <laughs> <laughs> we're back right back on track. That's one of those movies where I'm like, was he a twin brother or did he have like a split personality? I don't I don't remember. But I don't mm-hmm. think even I don't think I ever actually knew that. I just anyway, I need to watch that movie again though. I like that movie. So Why Looper. Said, uh, yes, Looper. Joseph Gordon-Levitt also in makeup to make him look more like a young Bruce Willis. Um, really? Have, uh, yeah, you didn't know that. No. I in fact the the makeup for me. Every time I watch this movie, is distracting at first. Um, but he does a really good impression of Bruce Willis because he has, because he's you know he's playing Bruce Willis in his twenties, right, uh, or you know early thirties, late twenties, and um, yeah, they gave him they 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 gave him a different nose, and they gave him a different upper lip to look more like that's, Bruce Willis. That's really strange. I never you, knew that. You should watch that. Watch it again. Uh, apparently it's been a while since you've seen it, but that's okay. You have a good memory. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Sometime. it's, I just rewatched it. Um, so, you know, yeah, so it's fresh in my mind, but yeah, he is a, it always distracts me at first, but then I kind of get used to it. So uh, it's not bad makeup and it's not a bad, you know, whatever they use the latex or whatever for his mouth, his lip and his nose. Um, if you didn't know what he looked like. Or if you weren't paying attention, like some people, you might not even notice it. But he doesn't <laughs> well, really I mean, good. He doesn't, he doesn't look not like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
No, no, he doesn't. It doesn't. He doesn't drastically change him. I mean, that's why I think that I think they could have done without it, even with him just doing a good Bruce Willis impression, which is kind of what he was doing through the whole movie. Um. Anyway, hmm. so what's do you the movie give about, a, Russ? Um, the basic premise is it takes place in the near future, right? Well, I don't know how near future. It's in the future because they have flying motorcycles um, and a, other other technology and stuff. But it's a, like kind of a dystopian future because in Joseph Gordon-Levitt's future, his name is Joe. It is more like uh, everything's kind of run down. People are, you know, people are starving in the streets and killing each other. Um, but anyway, he is a looper. Um, wait, should I'll explain the looper in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Why they have the name looper. Basically, so he, he starts the movie by narrating that time travel hasn't been invented yet, but it will be in like 30 years. 30 years from the movie, which is like, you know. I don't know. It's, for, uh, 40 the or movie 50 takes years. place in yeah, 2044. Okay. So the movie take yeah, the movie does take place in the relatively near future, I guess. And so but what happens is the in the future time travel is invented, but I guess it's illegal. So only the criminals are using it. Right? Well, mm-hmm. as far as as far as we know. Um they uh I'm trying to figure out how to explain, like, why they said. So they they, send, uh, they, send, they in the future, it's it's tough to get rid of bodies. Right. It's very, yeah, because I guess everything has, you know, forensics has also uh, been improved. So it's very hard to kill someone and get away with it. So what they do is they take a time machine. If they want to kill somebody, send them back in time and then have a hitman waiting for them uh, in the past who shoots them immediately upon arrival uh and there and then the the bad guy not the bad well i guess there were probably all bad guys but the guy who's getting killed has like a you know a bunch of silver bars strapped to him and that's the payment to the to the looper and they call him a looper because eventually they have to kill themselves from the future and close the loop mm-hmm. so to speak so eventually yes. it's like you you know if at some point in the future you're going to be sent back in the past to die and be assassinated by yourself but you don't know when it's going to happen but it's the price you pay for for all the money you get cuz you get a lot of money and it's a time where you know 2044 I guess you know the economy is horrible so you're kind of rich compared to everyone else um now can we can we dive into my big my big uh Issues right here. Issues, yeah. Actually, because um, I, I have a big question too about it. The beginning, so because at the very beginning, so that's basically the very beginning. Like, kind of explains it. You see Joe kill a few people, right? Get his money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you see, um, and then his friend shows up, Paul Dano. His name is Seth, and apparently Paul Dano, Seth, messed up. Because when his loop was supposed to be closed, he recognized himself because his future self was singing a song like a lullaby his mom sang to him or something. And he's like, oh, shit, that's me. I don't want to kill me in the future, you know. And he, and then his old version runs away. 
Well, now he's in trouble because you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to let yourself go. Yeah. And then, long story short, we don't want to take too much time with that, but um, Joe, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, um, protects him, right? He's like, all right, look, we'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. And then he's like, but they're coming for me. They're coming for me. He's like, here, hide in my vault underneath my floor. Go down there. Nobody will know you're there. Stay there. I'll figure it out. I'll go talk to the boss. The boss being um, Jeff Daniels' character, Abe, the bad guy. Um, anyway, uh, Joe tries to escape his boss and whatever, right? But in the process, f- falls out the fire escape and dies. But then it gets reset. This is my first question. Um, uh, what, what what gets reset? Well, okay. Wait, no, that, that him falling takes place after. Anyway, <laughs> why don't you go with you? <laughs> okay, so so here's here's my, my first couple of questions about okay. the whole looper thing. So these guys in the future, um, they, you know, they have trouble disposing of bodies because of all the tracking or whatever is on them. So they send them back to the past. Right. Now, they send them back to specific points right. because there's a bunch of loopers and they all get, you know, different bodies sent to them wherever. And they all have their own locations yeah. that they go to. they all have their yeah. own locations. So if these guys in the future can, so it seems, pick any location they want, why don't right. they dump them into a volcano or send them out into space or <laughs> dump them in the middle of the ocean? That's a good question. It would then stop they- the whole looper thing. They wouldn't even have to worry about it. Yeah, they wouldn't have to have. Uh, they wouldn't to have kill to be them and paying. dispose of the bodies. They wouldn't have to pay anybody. Okay, yeah. Um, thanks for ruining the movie, Mike. Yeah. Well, spoiler. <laughs> alert. No, but that's true. That's true. And because, then, I mean, because yeah. these guys are from the future, so no, just I say mean, they dropped them into the middle of the ocean, and even if the bodies washed up somewhere, they wouldn't know who they were. It doesn't matter because it's in the past. Or if they if they if they tested their DNA, they're like, well, this guy's still alive. So what? Oh, maybe he had a twin. I don't know. Yeah, but so there's yeah. there's really no even reason to have the loopers at all. Oh, by ruining, I don't mean spoiling, because if you're listening to this, you know that there's going to be spoilers <laughs> anyway. What I and mean ruining seen, is like, you, you, <laughs> ruining it, I mean, oh man, I like this movie. Now now, it, now I don't like it as much because you <laughs> poked a big hole in it. But yeah, there's, that's a good a question. Yeah. And then, and then my other my other big hole is even you know I'm I'm fine with with skipping by things like that, but right. um, as you were saying when young Seth right. um, meets his old his old self and lets him go to get Seth um, um, I guess to turn himself in they have captured old Seth no they've captured young Seth and they're torturing him. No, they capture old Seth and young Seth. Oh no, 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 no! It's young Seth. I just rewatched it yesterday. You don't. You, so they, you, they captured. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so they yes, captured, they captured po- because Seth. they captured old young Seth because Joe Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joe gave him up because because Abe, yes. Abe Jeff Daniels was like, look, you know what? Here's the deal. Give up your friend. You know, let it. You know, because we're gonna find him either way. But give him up. Let us find him. And we'll deal with him. Or we know that you've got a huge stash of silver that you've been saving half of your money. 
which is fine. That's no problem. But we're going to take half of that if you don't give him up. Yeah. So they so they he gives him up. They capture young Seth. Yeah, and they begin and torturing him. They begin torturing him. They they which you, carve which you, you don't know, see, which you don't see in real life. You don't see the actual torture. You see old Seth running and trying to escape. And go ahead. And yeah. Explain and it. then you see suddenly a scar will appear on his arm, saying, um, "You know, cut your your younger self. Is it is it this address or whatever?" And certain certain things that they're doing to young Seth are happening to old Seth. Like I said, they carve yeah, something into starts, his arm. He starts out with a scar on his arm, and then all of a sudden he's missing yeah. a finger, and then yeah, he's missing he, two fingers. And yeah, he's and missing they, all they, of his fingers. Yeah, they cut off like his legs and stuff. But see, the thing is, I mean, it's a very cool part of the movie to watch. You're like, oh, that's kind of right. neat because like, the oh, whole that, time thing. But yeah. there was no reason to do any of that. They had young Seth. All they had to do was kill him and old Seth would have just vanished. Right. But there's they no did, reason well, for here, the torture. Je- Jeff Daniels did kind of, uh, Jeff Daniels' character kind of addressed that earlier when they asked him about because they even said we're not going to kill him uh, because so Jeff Daniels is from the future by the way he's the one who he came to the past I guess to set all this up this whole hitman in the past thing yeah but he he tells he tells um, Abe Abe Jeff Daniels tells Joe that look we're not going to kill Seth because that that tends to cause problems with the future that's what he said so they sort of explain why they don't just kill him but, but they do just kill him. No, they don't kill him. They don't no. kill him immediately. They torture him first. They cut off the guy's legs. But then, you know, when the guy gets old Seth gets to the address where he's supposed to be and they open the door, you see them pulling a sheet over young Seth as if he's dead. Yeah, but I don't think they're I don't think he's dead. They just stopped the operation because they were like amputating his legs and stuff. But uh, even whether whether he whether they do that or not, because, well, if they killed him. I'd have to check again, but I don't think they killed him. They, they, I think he was still alive. He was just, um, you know, he had just had but, <laughs> uh, unwarranted surgery done on him. But then in the in the you know the whole time travel scheme of this, if they tortured young Seth, yeah, then he would, would, <laughs> he yeah. wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been the looper that continued on into the future and killed all those people right. that he killed. That's so the how, problem. Yeah, that's so a how, paradox how that because because that's a paradox because if he had like maybe you might say that if he had his fingers chopped off on one hand, maybe maybe he maybe okay he came back or but but once they start doing things like chopping off his legs and all this stuff where because by the time he gets to the address where his young self is. Um, he's crawling because he's he's like a quadruple amputee at this point, and the reality is that version of him wouldn't have ever come back because he 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 wouldn't have been he wouldn't have gotten to the point where they're like okay, um, it's time for you to go back, right? Yeah, it's, his life he his life would have changed so much at that in in the current present. That he would have never made it to come back in time that way. Yeah, he so, wouldn't have been old to continue his looping and then have to send his body back to 
get killed. But I'm actually reading just on the Wikipedia thing. It says uh, he goes to the address that has appeared on his arm and is killed, which means that they no, the killed. The old guy is killed. The old guy is – they kill the old guy when he gets there. But the young guy – because the – I think he just dies. No, I don't think so. No, they don't show you. They don't show you what happens, but they show him. He's on the operating table with an actual doctor because he, Abe even says, "Get the doctor." If they just wanted to chop off his legs and kill him, they they wouldn't need a doctor. They would just chop off his legs. I think the he's doctor. Dead. The doctor was there. Oh no, he wasn't dead. Well, he wasn't dead because the then it would then it would mess up. It would it would go against what. Jeff Daniels' character said just a few minutes earlier, which is, we're not going to kill him. Mm. It still messes up with the future. Well, I get that. But I'm saying they didn't kill – they don't kill them because he said it causes – can cause problems in the future, so we're not going to kill him. And I think we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Well, you can, we can rewatch it and then we'll see. And then maybe <laughs> – we'll, we'll give an update on the next podcast <laughs> yeah. next year. When we do it a year from now, <laughs> our next podcast, one year, we do this once a year. So our 50th podcast will be 25 years from now. <laughs> they're, they're, podcasts won't even exist then, or they maybe they will. They will just be, they will just be beamed directly into your brain. Oh, that'd be nice. So, um, yeah, that's one of the big paradoxes, though. Whether he's dead or not, and he's still alive. Whether he's dead, or not, whether Seth is <laughs> killed or not, it's a paradox because that few that yeah yeah he would it it wouldn't come back. He wouldn't have ever made it to come back. Even if he survived, he wouldn't have come back that way because he w- he wouldn't have um uh he would have stopped his jobs anyway because if you know. He doesn't have any yep. arms or legs. He's not going to be a very good um, assassin. Yeah, or maybe he could. Assassin. Maybe maybe he could, but that'd be a lot of work, you know, to figure that so, out. You know. So what's the rest of the movie? So, now that we've gone off on a tangent just at the beginning, there. <laughs> I don't even want to talk let's, about it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see the rest of the movie. Well, so then after that, you have. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Joe. So I'll just keep. I'll just call him Joe, uh, because that's. I don't need to keep repeating that. That's his his name. Joe. Um, he goes to kill. He goes to on another job, and for some reason, his location where he kills, um, the guy sent back in time, he's next to a cornfield. And he has like a big thing of plastic laid down, and then the guys show up and he shoots them with a shotgun. And the person that shows up is his future self. Oh, by the way, we should remember that. Normally, the bad guys, or I don't know if you call them bad guys, they're hitmen, so I guess they're bad guys. But the the hitmen come back, and well, it's not, it's not. Uh, it's not just hitmen because the bad guys in the future kill lots of people. So they don't just kill hitmen. The loopers are the hitmen. Anyway, uh, so whoever they send back, though, always has a bag over their head. So they don't see who they don't see who they're killing. They just shoot them and they're dead. Well, 
all of a sudden, Bruce Willis shows up. He doesn't have a bag over his head. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt sort of pauses for a second like, what the? And Bruce Willis turns around just as Joe shoots. So old Joe spins around just as young Joe shoots the, the shotgun. And uh, Bruce Willis survives because he shoots the gold bars in his back. Oh, by the way, that's how they know that the looper that they've just shot themselves is because the silver bars they usually get are now gold bars. And now they mm. know they have just closed the loop. And, and so. here's, here's another question. Sorry to interrupt again. But if the, Bruce Willis has that time machine, right. why didn't he just go back to somewhere else? I don't know. He may not know how to run the time machine because the bad guys run the time machine. They just put the person in it and then send them back. And when he got in, he didn't like adjust any dials or something like, let me go to back to 1955. He didn't know. He didn't know where he was going. I think he just got in just knowing he in. was going back. Yeah. But that was mm. after. Well, we're jumping forward. But that he did that because his wife was killed. So he had nothing to live for anyway. So he figured he might as well go back into the past and try to try to try to save her that way. Um, but here's my question for here's another kind of paradox thing. I'm not going to be a paradox. Maybe it's just that because uh, at some point Bruce Willis explains that what's happening now um, is like a pos- it affects the future. But like his memories are like, well, they're kind of foggy because it's a possible future. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to happen. So young Joe shoots old Joe in the back and doesn't kill him because it hits the gold bars um, and uh, young Joe goes to reload and then old Joe throws a bar of gold at his head and then goes up and punches him and knocks him out. But, and the, oh, so young, oh, young Joe wakes up with the note on his chest that tells him just to run, just get out, you know, run away because they're going to come for you, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do that. He goes home. But when he goes home, Abe, a.k.a. Jeff Daniels, and his goons, <laughs> and his do- goons, his goons are after him because they know that he led, the, you know, they're like, oh, Joe didn't didn't kill his his uh, loop, looper guy or whatever. He didn't kill himself. He didn't kill old Joe. So now they're going to go do it. You know, they're going to go kill him. Because torture, oh, torture, torture young Joe. Whatever. But the problem is, this is what I was talking about earlier when I jumped ahead of myself. Uh, young Joe escapes the guys, uh, you know, Abe's goons, because they're just not very good at their job. And he escapes them. He, he, he might kill a couple. He like, Anyway, he's like running and he jumps out the window and then lands on the fire escape. And then he tries to climb down the ladder, but his hand is bloody and he falls. And he falls like several stories up. He falls down backwards and then the screen goes black. And then it starts over again. But not from the beginning, just from the part where he's about to kill him, old, his old self again. Do you remember this? Mm, vaguely. So it seems like time is resetting. But, but when I think about it now, I'm thinking, no, maybe what they're saying is this is sort of giving um, credence to, uh, what do you call it? Um 
like multiple timelines. Because because they also show, when they do that, they also show Bruce Willis's future. Like, I mean, not Bruce Willis, but Joe, the character Joe's future. Because he, because in this, then this, okay. (laughs) Let me explain. Long story short. Okay. Let me, (laughs) let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. (laughs) Okay. When Joseph Gordon-Levitt is... Oh, there is multiple timelines. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt's falling. Ah! Screen goes black. Right? Now, we see young Joe next to the cornfield again. And this time, Bruce Willis pops in. And he kills him. He kills him this time. Yeah. Not only this time does he pop in, but he has a mask over his head. Oh, okay. Here. here. I, I know. You see what I'm saying? And so well, then Joseph Gordon-Levitt kills him. And then it said, then it goes, follows this Joe. I keep saying Joseph Gordon-Levitt. This follows this Joe, young Joe. Now it follows young Joe into the future as he gets old to look like Bruce Willis. And then he goes to China because he was originally going to go to France, but he changed his mind. He goes to China because I guess in the future, uh, China's a better place to live than France. And then... What? Now you're you were seeing when when the screen goes blank or black, right. and it resets. Now you're seeing things from Bruce Willis's perspective. This isn't this isn't Joseph Gordon Levitt again. This is young Bruce Willis. That's exactly what he did. The body came back and he shot himself. Or he shot his old self. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that this is this, but also it's also ind- indicative of multiple timelines. Because so it happened. What happened? What we're seeing is what happened <laughs> in the original timeline. In, in the original Bruce timeline, Willis, young Bruce Willis or young Joe kills old Joe. Yes, but we did, we yes. happened to see the second timeline, or you know, the adjusted version, because yes. because the young Joe that we saw kill. I mean, the the we because saw, yeah. Bruce Willis was prepared for it. Right, right. So, so yes. So, Bruce Willis changed the past in a way. Yes. He al- not yes, way, he altered he totally, the timeline. Yeah, so which means, oh, that even explains more why he said to young Joe, well, the memories, because young Joe, when he meets up with him, uh, he's like, how do you know, if I do something, do you remember it? And he's like, well, kind of. It's kind of foggy because... It's it's a memory, but it's it's not tech. It's not a for sure thing because it you know the future is malleable or whatever you know. Which is he actually proved it because he yes. changed it. He went back instead. So anyway, to fast forward, he just goes. You know they show Bruce Willis. Uh, you know because now he's retired because he closed the loop, killed his older self, Joe, and young Joe becomes old Joe, and when he gets old. He does go to China and then he meets this woman and they fall in love and they get married and they live out in the, the suburbs uh, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's I was going to say it's like the country. It sort of is because they look like sort of country houses, but they're close together. So, not, not important. Yeah, it's not important. He, he doesn't live in the city. He doesn't. He's not a city guy. <laughs> uh, and so and so they're old and they're happily ever after. But 
the the bad guys come to kill them. They well, the bad guys come to send them back in time, but they fucked up because much like the guys, spoiler alert, who killed John Wick's dog, these guys made the mistake of killing Bruce Willis's wife. Yep, or not Bruce Willis, but Joe, old Joe's wife. They shouldn't <laughs> have killed his. You know, I think if they had killed, if they hadn't killed his wife, he might have just let himself die. But yes, they killed. He deserved it. Right, because he knew that was coming all along. That was like, that was going to be his his end. He knew that. But because they killed his wife, he decided, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let this happen. I got to go back and save her. Right. And so when he gets, they take him, they get him to the time machine, they strap the gold to him. They um, they put a, uh, what do you call it, a, you know, hood over his head. Uh, or they And then, uh, by the way, the time machine kind of looks like a big, like it's just a big metal orb with wires all around it and stuff, you know. Well, that's um, what all time machines look like. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he escapes. He like he he like he grabs one of the guy's guns or something, and and anyway, he fights his way out. He kills the bad guys and jumps in the time machine. But oh, but he doesn't have the hood <laughs> on his head because he took it off, and then he used it to strangle one of the bad guys. So. Then this is where we see the original con- confrontation between young Joe and old Joe. He gets back there and uh, escapes. So, so that we don't just sit here and 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 uh, do like Adam did in the last podcast. I was just I was just <laughs> going to say that this explanation is going on almost as long as Adam's. Uh. <laughs> uh, the long story short of it is, uh, <laughs> um, they, I don't know they, if that's possible. <laughs> um, well, this is where it takes kind of a twist because now we have, you know, Bruce Willis or Joe, your old Joe is in the past. He's gonna he wants to escape. He you know puts the note on young Joe and says, "Just go get on the train, run away." Right? Uh, young Joe doesn't want to do that. And uh, he finds out that um, he well, we see. May, old- may I may I jump in? <laughs> yeah, why don't you jump in? Okay. My, I'm going to jump in my- here and, and see if I can actually do. Long story short, uh, yo, yeah, old, try. Old Joe comes back to essentially kill the head guy of this criminal organization. He's called the Rainmaker. Right. He wants to find kill the Rainmaker. Because the Rainmaker, yes, the Rainmaker is now closing all the loops. So he wants to kill the Rainmaker. So that means that his wife in the future won't die. So he's back here. He had some uh, some very vague information on the Rainmaker. He had a number that somebody. Yeah, all he had was a number, and he confronts Young Joe and the uh, the number that he had. They have a map to a few places. Oh wait, Uh, wait. Joe and him both get part of the map but mike there's a cool the cool way that they end up meeting up because um yes old joe wanted to talk to young joe yeah young joe no young joe wanted to talk to old joe yes yes so he so young joe carves in his arm the name beatrix and you don't know what that means but then old joe goes to this old diner and the waitress there is named Beatrix. So. Mm. And young Joe yes. goes, oh, I didn't know if you would remember Beatrix. He goes like, yeah, I remember her. Of course, I used to come here all the time. So 
that's how he's like he was he was probably annoyed you know but you didn't have to carve a name in my arm yeah, I think he's, it was there was a funny line. He's like, "Oh, they have a waitress here on the weekends whose name is Jen or something." You could have oh, that's it could have been shorter, right? You yeah. I was also thinking when I'm watch, rewatching it, um, he didn't have to carve the letters so big. That's a that's really, <laughs> you know, I would have I would have taken an exacto knife and drawn a lot smaller. But, that's a lot. What I would have done was just get a tattoo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been a lot less painful. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, he didn't have time for a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Bruce Willis has a map of where uh, I think two possibilities of this Rainmaker as a little kid are. Right, because he and wants to Joe, go back and kill the little yeah, kid version. And Joe has yeah. one. So Joe goes to Joe just young Joe just happens to go to the the place where um, the Rainmaker is. He's a little kid with with uh, pretty impressive telekinetic powers. That's something we forgot to mention, by the way. Yeah, in the, the future, people in the future, people have, they have like minor telekinesis. Yeah, but they Some can't people. do much with it. They can only like levitate a quarter levitate or something. Levitate some things. So yeah. uh, Joe finds um, the, the Rainmaker, who's a little kid named Sid, and um, he ends up getting to know Sid and the mother, and... Who is Emily um, Blunt? Yes, and now he wants to keep them safe because he knows that uh, future Joe Bruce Willis is going to come back to try to kill this kid. Right. Uh, so then some stuff happens, but eventually it comes down to Bruce Willis does find him. He's oh, coming. Oh, by the way, kill. Bruce Willis kills one of the little kids. Unfortunately, he kills one. Of the, oh, yes, he kills one of the little kids who. And then he goes to kill the second one, but. Um, uh, Jeff Daniels, bad guys, goons are there. So, well, did you did you know that the the first kid that he kills is the daughter of the, I guess the stripper that Joe is with at the beginning of the movie. Oh, so that's why. Oh, uh, yes, like, that's oh. right. I knew. I was like, is that the same? Is that the same girl? Because yeah, if she looks. Oh, okay. But he but he kills him anyway. So anyway, it comes down to old Bruce Willis coming to kill. Uh, this Sid, who's the Rainmaker, and young great Joe, little actor, by the way. Yeah, having to uh, to stop him, and it's it's you know it's a it's a it's a heartbreaking thing because Joe, young Joe, figures out that if uh, Bruce Willis shoots at the Rainmaker, he's going to hit Emily Blunt, the mother, which is going right. to create the Rainmaker. Right, because yeah. if it, yeah, the kid, because his mother is convinced Kinda. that she can help him learn to control his powers so yeah. he won't become evil in the future. Yes. So uh, Bruce Willis is about to shoot her yeah. when young Joe turns his gun on himself, kills himself, and that erases old Joe. So then Emily Blunt and young Sid, who is the Rainmaker, or won't be the Rainmaker now, is saved. Yay! Yeah, he saved the future. Didn't save the future he, by and, shooting himself. And they didn't have to kill baby Hitler. They just <laughs> they, yeah because they, they just had to him, let him. They kept him from being created. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay, so here, so there's one of those things where here's a question then: the, the time travel stuff. So, how do you feel about that? How how that ended up? I, I liked it. It's one of those things. If I think about it too much, it hurts my head because you're like, okay, I, wait a second. 
Yeah, is it's that, it is. Know. Yeah, it's a paradox because if Joe killed himself, you know, at whatever age he was, he never would have become Bruce Willis to come back in time to stop. And so they himself. wouldn't have been there at that point yeah. anyway. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's yeah, but I think you know, for for a time travel fun movie like this, it was it was perfectly legitimate. Well, another another thing, because as we've talked about before, is with each with each time travel story, they have their own kind of rules of time travel. And this one, I don't know that had a really thought out rules for it, but it sort of broke the rules in a way because the Bruce will or the old Joe Bruce Willis that we see at the end of the movie, he is technically a different old Joe from the one we saw get killed earlier. Right? Because the... No, wait. He, yeah, because... I mean, maybe it's the same. Because <laughs> he... Because young Joe, right? First we see young Joe... Uh, Old Joe think, becomes. Old I think Joe. you confused yourself. Yeah, I did. I need. I. I need a chart. I need because you have. Okay, so you have the the, the old Joe. Old Joe. Yes. Bruce he Willis. he is from the young Joe that actually killed future old Joe. Yes. Right. So he got. So then he lived and he retired and he grew old. He got rich, you know, because he was already rich because he had the money. So he he went to retire, you know, all that stuff. And then he and then he came back in time to get revenge and also to stop the um, rainmaker. The rainmaker. Yes. Oh, which also, if you think about it, that explains why the rainmaker is closing all the loops because he knows that the person who killed his mom when he was a little boy was a looper who had got right. Yeah, but you'd think that he wouldn't want the loops closed then, unless he doesn't want to be the rainmaker. Oh yeah, maybe he just wasn't very smart. Because if he, well, well, if he wants to kill, he wants to kill them. Oh, that's a good question. Mm. Well, I guess it it he, you know, again, it's the the whole alternate reality thing. Because if he's closing the loops, he did essentially killed Bruce Willis the first time when he right. sent him back and Joe killed him. So it uh you know so then it so then from one reality so, to the next. So he could have become the Rainmaker in a different way that yeah. we didn't see. But in this reality or the movie that we saw, uh young Joe saw because he even says it, he's like, and I see in that moment a young mother do you hear the fireworks? Crazy. No. <sighs> I just got distracted. I, I don't understand how how so many people have these uh, professional grade fireworks, but that's a, that's another story. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's another tangent. That's another tangent. We don't have time to go on another <laughs> tangent. Um. So yeah, so so young Joe is like I see. Uh, you know, he sees because the little boy, uh, Sid, is running into the cornfield to escape, right? And then um, he sees, you know, Bruce Willis is trying, you know, coming to shoot him. 
and the mother gets him in between them. And Joseph Gordon, or young Joe, shows up uh, and is like, he sees what's about to happen. He sees this woman is willing to die for her son, so there's no way she's going to let him grow up to be a bad guy. So mm. he, and, and he realizes the only way, well, I don't know if this is the only way, because I think you and I have talked about this before. Couldn't he have just killed old Joe? Because he was behind old Joe. Maybe he was too far away. He was pretty uh, far away. He was far away, and he just had the his shotgun, so it wouldn't have really That's done much true. from that distance. I think by the time, yeah, from that distance, it would have hurt him, but it wouldn't have stopped him. Yeah, you're right, because he was pretty far away. He was like a football field away or something for the sports. Yeah, thing. so the shotgun would have been useless. Yeah, that's that's true. Good point. Anyway, so he just yeah, so he put so he decides to, you know, just make sure it just doesn't happen and puts the gun to his chest and shoots himself. Mm. It was a good I enjoyed it. It was a good movie, it was a good ending. It's a one little... of those movies yeah, if you think about it too much a lot of the time travel stuff kind of falls apart. Yeah, there's lots of little little issues with it. And and just just like I said earlier, I think the thing that bugs me a little bit, well, first of all is like, like we said earlier in the movie where the guy, you know, they're torturing him and chopping off his limbs. Um, there's a paradox there and then and then I think there's even a paradox here because they kind of already they kind of already established that there's multiple timelines and you can change the past but you sort of create a whole different reality even though they don't say it they sort of show it right so so would he would would young joe shooting himself in the chest really make old joe disappear i don't know i mean well earlier in the film i guess you know he showed him when he hurt himself he cut you know cut he cut Beatrix's name in his arm. It showed up on old Joe's arm. So I guess they even, they even show old Joe look like he'd get hurt, got hurt. Right. Like when young Joe shoots himself in the chest, old Joe sort of gets this look like, ah, Oh, out of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, which doesn't make sense, you know, even scientifically, but you know, it's still cool. Um, hmm. Good movie. What did you think about the? Um, um, we don't have to get into it too much, but I was thinking about um, the look of the movie. They because they, it takes place in the future, but what they did was they don't have a whole lot of future stuff. I mean, the phones look a little futury. Um, the you know the computer screens and stuff are like. They look like holograms. They sort of just hover in the in the air and stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, the the hovering the jet bikes, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I also noticed because with this is a good from a production uh, viewpoint because the future twenty forty four is all like everything's kind of run down at least in this city because they they. Uh, Young Joe mentioned something about um, Jeff Daniels' character. He said, like, Jeff, Jeff Abe runs the city. He's like, in any other city, that might be impressive, but not here. So it kind of, you don't know if, like, the whole world is run down, or maybe it's just this this one city. I don't even know if they mentioned the city, do they? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, all the cars were, like, 
modern day cars, at least for 2010, but they were like all run down and they were like converted to be electric and solar powered, but looked like, you know, they were like converted like, you know, like in a garage or something, you know, they're all rusty and stuff. And um, what I'm saying is they, they made things the future without like really doing a whole lot of crazy effects. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it wasn't really centered on the city and the towns. It was just centered on the people, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't have to. I'm, I was just looking at it from, like, you know, like I said, production-wise, like how were they were making it. You know, they didn't have to. Um, they didn't, I mean, you know, when they show some stuff in the future, there are some stuff, there's some, you know, shots of the skylines and stuff, and you can tell, oh, this is, like, futuristic, you know, stuff like that, but. They don't really focus on that stuff. Um, anyway, yeah, I liked it. I like the movie. It's uh, it's it's, you know, it's one of my f- more favorite time travel movies, I guess. <laughs> Even it's with all the problems, favorites. it's <laughs> one of my more favorite, more my most. Uh, what would <laughs> um. Now, if we, if we were going to go our, with, with Adam's Yeah, I was just going to say that Adam... <laughs> he would give it a low score because it's a man-made time machine. Yes, it was a very... He would definitely give this, I would say, probably a three. Or out, a of out of yeah, ten. Out of ten, yeah. because it's, you know, it's a time machine and somebody built it. If they had so. stepped into a puddle that took them back into the time, <laughs> yes. that would have been like a ten. If their eyes and wished really hard, it would have been a ten. <laughs> And click their heels. I want to go back in time. I want to go back in time. Ah, <laughs> uh, we pick on him, but we love him. <laughs> oh, we'll definitely have him back on. Did we? Did we mention? I don't know if we. Yeah, I guess we did uh, in our last book. It's been a year ago. <laughs> um, but uh, Adam wrote the short film we did about time travel called Party Time. So did we mention that last time? I don't, I don't know, know if we, we did. did. I think well, we did though, because I think well no, I think well, I don't know if we did because at that time you couldn't really watch it and it was a it was um we were submitting to film festivals, so we I don't think it was available for anybody to watch. But now they could. Now they could on YouTube. Follow the links. Right? Uh I don't know if I have it available on YouTube at the moment, but I know it's available through Film Freeway and um, through my link, I'll put a link. I'll put a link on the, our podcast website as well. But um, Dick, you'd also just go to partytimefilm.com and uh, find it there. Partytimefilm.com. That's <laughs> partytimefilm.com. Uh, yeah, it's only eighteen minutes. Adam LeBarkin wrote it, uh, and it's a it's a great script. Even even though we hate Adam's. Um, flux capacitor time travel rating. We don't use it. Uh, Although we, we make fun of it all the time. So make, in a way we are yeah. using it. <laughs> yeah, we kind of are. God damn it. Mm. <laughs> Curses. Do you have a time quandary for, for me? Uh, if you went back in time, uh, having full knowledge of, of your future, would you uh, say invent things or become the creator of things even if you hadn't invented them like say you know how jeff bezos started amazon and you're like i can do that and i want to be the richest man in the world 
So would you start Amazon, even though mm. in the time you came from, it wasn't you who started it? No, that would be too much work. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, it would, and it would be. Uh, I I don't. Yeah, and I also don't like what Jeff Bezos has become. So I wouldn't yeah, want to be. You could be a better Jeff Bezos. I could become. I would be a benevolent Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I mean, like, um, so it's you know basically saying, would you start Amazon? Start my own version of Amazon before Amazon got started. Yeah. So you would have you know the the instead of it called being called Amazon, it would be called Wooten or something. Uh, but it would it would make question. you the richest man in the world. I think what I would do instead would take my knowledge from the future and make I would I would maybe make certain investments that I could then become rich with all these investments. And well, then, yeah, I mean, yeah, but and then then I could just buy Amazon. <laughs> I don't think you can buy Amazon with a few investments. No, if I go back in time far enough, I can invest in things like Microsoft and Apple long before they're ever a thing. You know? Intel. Uh, yes, but I mean, compared to, you know, being worth whatever he's worth. Billions and billions of dollars. A few billions. Um, I mean, oh, well, even investing in Apple, you're not going to get that kind of money. I'm going to invest in lots of things, Mike. I'm going to invest in so many things. Jeff Bezos I'll do my research. I'll do my research. $186 billion. Billion with a B. Billion with a B. Yeah. Well, I have to, I'll have to get some – I'll have to do some research. I would have to do some research to figure out the correct investments uh, and, and then and – then, um, but I don't. Why? Why wouldn't you just? Well, not- that's why I told you because if you investing, investing a little bit of money early on and let that money make money is easier than like trying to build a company, like a. You know. Well, yes. I mean, it's it's much easier than you know being the head of a company and having to do all the stuff, but. You know, you in, you invest in Apple, you invest in Microsoft, Google, blah, blah, blah. You invest in all these things. That's not going to make you $186 billion. And you have a possibility of maybe getting rich enough to buy Amazon when it was, you know, kind of big. But I don't think you'd still have enough to do it. I mean, it took well, him you know, like 20 years not. to become the richest know. man in the world or whatever. Uh, well, if your goal is to be the rich, richest man of the world, that's a different question. You didn't ask me. If well, no, your your goal is you know if you're like oh I can go back in time and I can become Jeff Bezos. You know, I'm saying would you would you essentially take over someone's property because they haven't invented it yet? Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Like I said, I just don't think I would do that for. It would just it it would be, I mean, it just seems I don't know. It seems like for 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 one thing, like I said, it seems like too much work because not <laughs> not only not only do you have to have not only do you have to have the idea, but you have to be in the right place at the right time and know all the right people, and then and then and then even then, hopefully it works and maybe it does or maybe it doesn't, you know. 
Um, cause a lot of these things like, you know, that, that happen like this and, you know, um, they may or may not work. I mean, there were like, um, you know, I can only imagine like how many internet startups had similar ideas and, you know, how many search engines were there? And then for some reason, Google was the one that took over, um, you know, so yeah, I did. I mean, that, for me, it's just like okay, yeah, the, you could possibly become the richest man in the world, uh, but you know, you could also possibly work your ass off and then nothing happens, and then you're broke, and you're like, Ugh, what was this all for, anyways? <laughs> I just can think of much better ways to like get rich, and um, in the past, and I don't have to be the richest man in the world, so. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Hmm. And now also it feels kind of, well, it, it, I would say it feels a little unethical, but then at the same time, I'm like, mm, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, you're sort of stealing an idea before somebody creates yeah, it. I, I mean, don't know. Technically, it is it is unethical <laughs> to you, but no one else in the past, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, so they don't know what's going to happen. You just you just happen to be there to uh, to take it over. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? What would you would you do that? What would you? Um, I mean, it, it doesn't I have to be Amazon. It could be anything. Yeah, I mean, for, for something like Amazon, I feel like okay, that's that's easy. You know, you invest however much you invested to start off with, and you know, twenty years later, you're worth 186 billion dollars if if i knew i guess that it this was going to be the one that took off then yes i would absolutely do it i probably wouldn't call it amazon um you call it micazon i might call it fasolozon (laughs) fasolozon but whatever i mean whatever it is if i knew like okay if if i do this then it's definitely going to be what amazon was i would i would absolutely do it Oh well, see that's a different thing because now, you, now you're talking about guarantees. You well, didn't yeah, guarantee I mean, it, it is it is a toss up because you you aren't him and doing exactly what he did at the times he did it. Right, like so, I said, you don't know the people he knew and you know, yeah, um, have all his connections or whatever. Yeah, I mean everybody just thinks oh he started in his garage and oh they started as he's just going to sell books, but I'm sure that when he started it there were also a dozen other. Yeah, but he wasn't just some, just any guy with a garage. He that was like, you know, <laughs> he, he had biz, he had all this business experience and connections before he he started Amazon. So you know, it wasn't like it's the same thing with you know Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. Oh, they started in their garage. Yeah, but you know, Steve Jobs uh, was adopted by two engineers in Silicon Valley. Well, it was before it was Silicon Valley, but you know, his parents were engineers or whatever themselves, and you know. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, or even uh, what's his name, um, uh, Bill Gates. You know, he, you know, he started Microsoft. They, he and his buddy in the dorm room or whatever, and like, he was going to Harvard. He dropped out of Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't some poor kid, you know, from, you know, Podunk, Idaho. That you know was like in the barn. It was like, you know, created a computer company in his garage. Out, you know, I don't. You know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. I, mean, I just don't know. I'm just thinking that there's so many things that can come into play that could make you succeed or fail. 
Yeah. I mean, that, if you're looking just to make money, then yes, the investment idea is the best. Well, because then the way I look at it, that there, there too, is you could take that money that you invested, say you make a lot of money with it, because it, you invested in stuff that that is probably going to, uh, you know, I guess you going back in time could change things anyway. But, you know, you can assume that if you invest in enough different things that succeeded, at least, you know, some of them are going to still succeed, even though you travel through time. And then you could take that money and build something. Then you're not yes. just doing it from scratch, you know. So maybe you would have to time it right if you wanted to. If you wanted to create your own version of Amazon, maybe you have to go back far enough. You can invest some money in some companies and get rich, and then and then by the mid '90s you can start working on it. <laughs> when the when the internet starts, you know, you you should also try to start to do is um, be one of the first people who does internet payments. You know. I think that's how and that's how paypal started because they started i think with porn because <laughs> everybody wants porn so porn i'm sure is is still probably at the even at the very beginning was and is one of the biggest yeah it was one of the biggest money makers on the internet yeah well that's what how all these all these online payment systems it all goes back to porn because you know they were paying of course kids kids today they don't realize you know they can go find their porn for free online but back in the day, you know, in the early back days in of the internet, day. in the early days of the internet, you had to pay for it. Not only you had to pay for it, but you had to wait for like, you know, for it to download over dial up or whatever. But, um, yeah, actually, I saw a documentary about that once, but that's another story. Something about, I can't remember, but it was, I remember the title, but it was it about internet porn. <laughs> no, no, I think it was called boob, boob men. I could be con- I could be confusing with another documentary, but it was basically about these guys who um, started doing online payment things, you know, way- ways to pay for things online. And one of their first, one of the first businesses that was, you know, that was interested in that was the porn business, you know. And so when it was hard, it was hard to convince people to, you know, companies to do business online. The porn companies were like, "Yeah, let's do it," <laughs> and, then, and the guys and whoever these guys, I think it's like two programmer guys who came up with some stuff and um, some, you know, program or something. And then um, it might have even been the precursor to PayPal. I don't remember for sure, but it was like you know they came up with a way to to process credit cards over the internet and stuff. And uh, yeah, their first their first big you know clients were porn web porn websites. So. Mm. Interesting. It all goes back to porn. Mm. Doesn't don't know how I don't know how easy they've got it these days. <laughs> back when we had to walk to school backwards uphill both ways. Yes, in the in winter. The, in the snow. Yeah. yeah. We had to uh we had to we had to go through great lengths to get our, our porn. It was in <laughs> in printed form convince the guy at the Circle K to let you buy it even though you were underage yeah the good old days <laughs> were they though were they so good Mike <laughs> well you know at the time they were good 
We didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know. We, well, back then, it was good for us because we were just kids. You know, when you're kids, you don't know any better. Are you mm. still there? I'm still here. I was I was lost in thought on the good old days. <laughs> Your favorite year ever, 1987. Yep, yep. Good times. Well, I guess that will conclude it for another episode of Marty. Yeah, I don't know we, if this. Uh, we, I don't know if this successfully. Was a, I don't know if this was successful, but it was well, finished. We, we did the podcast, so yes, I you know I consider it a success that we finished. <laughs> and it's good to be back. It is good to be back, and hopefully After we can year, do it more often. Hopefully, there shouldn't if, be a hopefully in that. There should be we will do this more often. If one of us uh, would get his shit together, yeah. Yeah, we won't name names, Russ. But uh. <laughs> we won't name names, Russ. <laughs> Thank you for coming to another Mike and Russ time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mike and Russ time. Yeah is copyright 2021. Mike the Solo and Russ Wooten. All rights reserved. Editing and production by Russ Wooten. Music by Christina Nemo. Licensed from Storybooks. Intro audio clip from The Twilight Zone, original series, season three, episode three, The Shelter.